You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! You, you sound like your balls finally dropped. Yeah, I'm a man now. Now that uh, now that I have to take the place of Donald Trump. Mm, yes. So remember, I just want to I want to lead the episode off with one thing. This is worst possible timeline. I am Eric. I'm Patrick. Remember that guy that we always talk about. On we've been talking about for a long time that one particular person that nobody wants to acknowledge is real. Everyone wants to pretend it doesn't exist. Remember this guy? I think he's known as the conservative black male. <laughs> Turns out do. he wait, does wait, wait, exist. Wait. Turns out yeah. there's lots of them. It, turns out there's lots of them. Turns out uh, they came out. Turns out they, they were came out. They were big for their man. They were big for their man. And it was they apparently he had some friends. They were known as the conservative Latino voter. They came out too. Mm. So obvious figments of our imagination oh, right. could yes, not possibly be could not possibly be real. Could not possibly be real. And yet all these mysterious ballots coming from uh, fuck. What was your what was your name? Remember the name that we gave uh, you, uh, your uh, alter ego, uh, Darnell Sharp. Sharp. <laughs> Dar- yeah, sure. W- w- which black name? Uh, uh, hold on, uh, uh, Marcus Wolf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, you're Tommy Sotomayor. There you go. That sounds so Spanish. Yeah. So they all they all they all decided to come hang out and drop off a little paper ballot. And, whoa, wouldn't you know, uh, a lot of people of color, big for the man, women of color, too. Yep. So uh, Trump saw gains with every single group except for college-educated white men. 
So yep. saw gains with white women. What's up, white women? So how do we? How, not how do we? How does the like rose in their rose in their uh, Twitter name uh, DSA types? How do they rationalize this? That if the whole world is down to racism, and uh, it's your obligation to protect people of color as though they are minks and you're liberating them from a, from a factory farm. Uh, from from what I've seen, from what I've seen, we pretend that it didn't happen. Actually, what I've seen is maybe you saw the bit where, uh, the New York times opinion piece that said many oppressed people side with their oppressors. And it attempted oh to Lord. rationalize why somebody would vo- like why a black man would vote Trump through the lens of they have Stockholm. Dude. I cannot fathom of being talked being talked down to that way. Uh, and Yo, I'm and I'm a college educated white guy, the guy who has been shitted on the most in the last four years, and I still can't imagine being talked to like I'm a child. So that, but I think that's going to be the, the marching orders of the progressive wing of, of the Democrats is to say, Oh no, 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 honey, honey, you couldn't possibly feel the way that you say you feel it's, it must be down to the white poison running around in your brain. And yeah, here's the great part of this. Eric. I don't have to engage with this because no, (laughs) Because <laughs> I'm white as fuck, and I did my bit this uh, I mean, I didn't. I voted for us, so people can be mad at me. But <clears throat> in principle, if I aligned myself with other white men, uh, I would, uh, college-educated white men, which I don't, but because people are simple idiots, they will do it for me. Uh, yeah, we got out from under this one. Yeah, well, you know... Um it's 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 not fucking brain science, people. It's not fuck. It's it's really not that complicated. A lot of black people, a lot of Latino people, happen to be pro life. Happen to not want to get taxed out the ass because they had to work extra hard to get what they got. So they voted for the guy. What? It's really not that fucking complex. No, it's not. And, and also, the dude's got a cult of personality that doesn't stop with your m- melanin being under a certain level. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like people just like yes. dudes that they've seen on TV. There's an element of that. So why are we pretending that that wouldn't also apply to other human beings who simply have a different skin color? <laughs> you, you fucking got me. Look, we've been talking about the black conservative, the, the Latino, cause we've been talking about these people for a long time and it's just, it's really, I find it astounding that like, I mean, did I predict that they were going to come out in big numbers? No, not really. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that one coming, but I just always found it so curious that, that people pretend that they're just not there, like that they don't, that they don't exist. And, and they do, they, they're, oh, they're there motherfuckers. I forgot to tell you, Nicole Hannah Jones, uh, 1619 project, New York times, uh, grifter of the highest order. Um, she, her solution to this problem is that she hopes to reclassify Latino to no longer encompass 
what it encompasses. Because she says there's got to be a reason that Latinos, that umbrella term, and I'm with her on this, these racial terms are clumsy as fuck because ethnicities are quite different. Uh, She says that there's no way that a white Cuban should fall under the same demographic uh, umbrella as, you know, like a, I guess a Dominican probably. Right. And I think in many respects, she's right, but that doesn't explain star County, which is all Mexican. What are you going to do? Nicole Hannah Jones, when you come across these things that don't fit your tidy narrative, that white people all vote the same. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, what is what happens then? I, dude, I. <laughs> do they want to redraw the racial lines? Like, yo, that's. I have no say in that matter whatsoever. Whatsoever. How, Listen, however, but you better just not lump me in with any any. If I get to be separate, I don't want to be in with Italians. I don't want to be in with Poles. Uh, th- let me make decisions too about my my ethnographic uh, uh, lines, please. I want to hang with the Greeks. Yeah, exactly. Fun people. I'm I'm hairy. I'm like I relate to them. Um, I love olives. No, it's uh, dude. I pff, you want to redraw the fucking lines to fit your narrative? I find that so weird and like I I, I, I don't know. I mean that that's on you, I guess. It's like it seems like a really sad and desperate attempt to like conform the narrative that you've built for the last four-ish years to to fit what happened the other night with that. You know what I mean? It seems desperate and it seems ill-informed and like just like this like you you can't it, it's like it's like the uh the the caveman witnessing the eclipse. Like you can't believe like what's happening before your eyes and it, it speaks to a funda- it speaks to misunderstandings about your world and it's like it's kind of sad. I, I don't know. It, it's but like, yo, know, I can say for certain whether or not you want to redraw the, the racial lines, whatever you want to do, like I'm not part of that conversation. Go ahead, do whatever you want. Um, if I if I'm putting my shoes, if, I, if I'm putting myself in the shoes of a Cuban or someone that you want to reclassify, yo, I might take big exception to that. Oh, <laughs> I imagine there's going to be a great many people who say, hey, Nicole Hannah Jones, you're black. Why in God's name do you think that you get to make this decision for me? Uh, I, I think that that might come up. Yeah, I would think so. And look, if there's no, this is the thing with ideology. Well, not so much with ideology politics, but just like, you know, if there's, if there's no uniformity of opinion on this, you know, like how can you really gauge the way, like how can you really predict anything when it comes to, to, to certain demographics or, or whatever, like you, you know, these people of a certain background or ethnic group are not a fucking monolith. Like that's what people need to, I, I think should be really the lesson that we learn from, from what happened. So, uh, you know, I think, look, Trump obviously appeals to the racist white. There is no doubt about that. Trump has definitely said things that <laughs> would, would, uh, he said racist things. Let's just say it. That's not the whole story to Donald Trump. It just isn't. 
And I think people need to really fucking recognize that fact if they want to, if they really truly want to understand their material reality. But if they're not, then they can just jump through some wild hoops and do some intellectual ideological parkour to, to, to fit their world. Okay. Which brings us to uh, a similar topic, uh, the Senate. Have you been paying attention at all? Yeah, we, uh, the Senate is, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty much remaining exactly the same. That's right. It's, uh, a totally underwhelming performance by Democrats who were supposed to make big strides, if not take it. And as Dude, not a out, single, not a single fucking poll predicted that main shit. You still, it's, everyone complained about Susan Collins ass for fucking four years and she fucking killed it. Well, I want you to think about Mitch McConnell. I want you to think about, uh, who's the other fucking scumbag. Uh, these are men who the entire country says they hate. However, yeah. your idea of the entire country is informed in no small part from uh, biased news media or news media with a leaning at the very least and social media uh, that you curate to reflect your own values. So, Everybody's sitting around going, yeah, the, uh, you know, Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell are going to be sent into the sun. You know, we, we, yeah. we, uh, we, we're collaborating with SpaceX and they're going to f- fly these men into the sun because this isn't just an election. It's a trial and they're going to lose. Everybody hates yep. them. And it's like, no, no, apparently not. Apparently their constituents feel just fine about them. You know what I mean? So th- there's this real big disconnect and I'm watching a really tragic rationalization takeover. So the presidential election was fun because we got to see what would happen if Trump actually won, which is everybody turns on each other in a race specific way, embarrassing themselves, uh, proving that they do not care about each other on any level. And that these are just, these are just alliances of convenience and that you have no, uh, here's a question. Here's an honest question. It's not coming. This is not my worldview. I'm trying to put myself in the brain of people that feel this way. If I'm a white guy, highly hypothetical. Mm. And I get the distinct impression that you think I'm a moron who is incapable of doing anything to benefit you because I'm intrinsically selfish and in, and just unable to learn. Where is my motivation to be your advocate in any way or ally in any way? And if your answer is it's called being a decent person, um, I, I don't know if you should work in sales. I think that you should probably yeah. pivot to something else. I think that you, th- th- there's, there's other careers for you because that's not doing it. And if the second that things go bad, you, by the way, as we discussed without any fucking basis and plenty of evidence to the contrary, if you turn on me, for voting the way that you don't like, which again proved untrue, 
it, 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 check your own people. Don't look my way. Then why would I be your friend in the future? Now, again, this is not Patrick's worldview, but I have to imagine it has crossed a lot of minds in the last, however many days. Why am I striving for the acceptance of a people who don't seem capable of, of thinking of me as even a potential ally? What is the motivation? And again, if your idea is it's called being good, it's called being decent, then what is, you do know that's not, there's no, um, it's not a tangible, uh, uh, product that you can touch you you can't your idea of good and decent is not a it's not a universal and certainly even if it was it would arrive at different people at different times so what it i i seriously i I thought that uh what we'll call broadly dems or at least biden voters i thought they deeply embarrassed themselves the second that this shit looked like it was going sideways. Yeah. Well, dude, it, it was, it was interesting. So I want to say real quick, thank you to everybody who tuned into the live stream. Cause that was fun as shit. That was cool. Um, even though the, the first hour was me trying to get your audio to work, which I somehow pulled off. If you want to relive the experience, uh, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. And I uploaded the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, check that out. If you weren't there, look, um, it was really interesting to watch people think that they lost the thing. Although, however, I will say real quick, uh, as we speak right now, Thursday evening, um, this shit's still not fucking decided. Yeah, but it, uh, whatever. I think it is. I mean, is um, I still look, look, everybody is pretty optimistic about Joe. I, uh, uh, if there's anyone who's ever to, ever able to pull themselves out of holes like this, it's it's the man Donnie T. So I will really not be surprised if he somehow wins by even if it's by one fucking vote, Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, putting it at like and and Alaska, putting in him pretty much in like a dead tie with uh, with Mr. Joe, in which case Donald will probably win. Um I really, I'm not ruling them out right now. As we speak, there is a, in Georgia, Donald Trump is up by only 3,500 votes. Wow. With 99% reporting. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that there's no doubt he loses. Uh, uh, apparently, as you and I are talking, he's having a tantrum. That's what I was just trying to figure out. Um, mm. He's having a, you know, but look, here's the problem is that the Palmer report style libs of the last four years have made it impossible for me to believe when somebody says he's having a meltdown. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I don't trust your notion of a meltdown. I would love if he was having a meltdown, but I don't trust your idea of what that is. You, you you think everything is a meltdown. You, you're like the celebrity journalist types. That's like Jennifer Lawrence gave a paparazzi the middle finger. Check out her insane meltdown. It's like, no, she was walking into a footlocker and gave somebody the finger. What are you talking about? It's not a meltdown. Meltdown is uh, meltdown is when you take hostages. If you're not taking hostages, it's not a meltdown. So uh, here's the thing. Did you see the, the 
Demo, the uh, Democratic, uh, I forget what they call it. It's like a caucus call, right? It's like where they just put all the uh, all the uh, newly elected uh, 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 senators on a f- phone call of some type together. Did you see this report? Uh, yes. Yes, so, I did. So here's the thing. If your idea on how to defeat the other side is to check the receipts, and to like try to jam them up because of something or to dismiss them. This is why you fucking lose. So the person that said, Hey, Spangenberger or whatever the fuck her name is. She says, Hey, uh, we lost races. We didn't have to. And I nearly lost my motherfucking race because of this, for lack of a better word, woke bullshit right i forget what i forget what the actual language was it was like you know some maybe socialism or anti-police shit and all this other shit but it's it's basically the stuff that is on the very fringe of of the democratic uh, uh platform but but right-wingers can paint as at least part of the platform and people said oh look Spangenberg used to work for the CIA. Of course they would have this attitude and Oh, they're in it. They're in a conservative district. Of course it was going to be a tight race. And Hey, we could do all that. Or maybe you could admit that there's a kernel of truth there. Why is everything about stealing your, like building your position out of steel uh, post facto, and instead of just saying, oh, yeah, there might be something to that. My values are still my values, but I understand that uh, politically there's there's risks here. Why can't anybody say that? It makes me crazy. All you have to say is like, like, look, if I was to run for office, which I considered this afternoon, if I was to run for office and and I was sent, I said, yeah, look, um, I don't have any desire to make laws that don't represent my constituents. However, uh, I will be pushing for an anti-factory farming legislation of some type. And I I will be doing my best to convince my constituents of its value. Um, now that would be where my values lay and I would do it at the expense of my career, but I would do it knowing it was at the expense of my career. So, yeah, yeah. So if if your thing is hey, these are the values that are the that are the really the party's values and certainly going to be the party's values moving forward, we're not backing down. Okay, that's fine, that's honest. But to say no, no, not real. You were in CIA. Yo, that's not mm. doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're not be you're not being an honest broker here. You're not being you're not even attempting to be real about what's going on. And that's very annoying to watch if you if you think that you care for a second about the way this all turns out. I had that moment this afternoon and then I remembered, oh no, I don't really give a fuck. So now I feel better. Yeah. But it it uh it's so like, why are you, I had this moment where I almost wrote somebody, like I almost entered a Twitter thread that had nothing to do with me to be like, Hey guys, what, what are you doing? 
what are you what, what what are you doing? Like maybe it's possible that this person understands their own race better than you do. Um because you dropped out of a state school after 2 years and your whole life is Twitter. Maybe the person who just won a, a deeply contested race knows more about the facts on the ground in their County than you do. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and I just said, no, 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 that would be from somebody who cares about how this goes. But it, am I crazy? Eric, just, you, you can check me, check me. Like I was going to check them. Am I crazy? Uh, if you really decide to run for office, you might be. I thought about that. I would just run for office. And like when all the scandals break, where it's like, where it's like, did you, did you, you know, did you say, uh, all women are bitches in 1999? I'd be like, Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, uh, and they'd say, well, has your uh, position uh, evolved on the subject? I'd be like, yes. Now I think some men are bitches as well. Gotcha. <laughs> That's the answer. To, that's the, uh, see, that's the buzz that'll get the social media sphere uh, up a blaze. I'll be the new AOC. I'll be the the anti flash uh, of the of the uh, AOC crowd, and and I'll be on the yeah. same. I'll be on the same opportunist political grift that they are. Which, by the way, Eric, while I close my window so that my neighbors don't judge me for where I'm going to go with this next shit, can no. Here's a thing that I'd like you to expand upon. So who wins, Eric? Typically, who wins? I don't mean, uh, I mean in life, who wins? In life, uh, rich people? That's, that's a good start. Yes, that's true. But be a little bit more broad. Mm, white people? That's, well, it's pretty good too. Yeah, often. Here's what I would say opportunists without any sort of uh, 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 governors on, on, on their behavior, right? That's mm. who wins, is people who see an opportunity to sell uh, uh, Trump flags and uh, Biden flags and sets up shop between the two of them. That's the person who wins, right? And this is who won. Because Republicans who fell in line under Trump looked like craven, really like hypocritical, just slime. They look like slime, germs, right? And none of them really, none of the notables got exited at all. So their man goes down. They all stick around. You didn't punish any of the actual lawmakers, (laughs) You yeah. you just directed all of your anger at a boob that with republic that should have had a a straight runway to whatever legislation they were interested in during these four years and accomplished next to nothing. So you got rid of that idiot, that useful idiot, and you didn't punish the opportunists who are just going to continue to do this forever and forever. Yeah. And again, if I think about that, I get sad. I have to remind myself, I don't give a shit. Fuck off. The, th- the thing is too, is like, 
you know, I think this was like a real, this is like election night was like for a lot of Dems, a lot of progressives, a lot of lefties, whatever. I think it was like game of Thrones season finale in a, in the sense that like we're slaying the dragon, we're cutting off Donald Trump's head. And now we can live in a society that is, you know, without Trumpism for the rest of our existence. Yo, Trump may not win the election. And I say may not because I really, I, I, I think it could still happen. Um, but Trumpism, uh, Republicanism, obstructionism, it's all here to stay. It's all here to stay. They know, the Republicans now understand that being an obstinate shit, being like an unapologetic, cynical, like, not just not just opportunist, but like, like real, like, craven, like, like, like just absolute partisan shit. They know that that's what the people want. Such, like, in such a big way. Like, the fact that, like, this wasn't the quote-unquote repudiation of Trumpism that, that they were selling for this election, and in fact, in reality, was a razor, razor thin, that, like, it's now two days out, basically, and we still don't fucking know what's going on we still don't with several states it's razor thin in so many spots they know that republicans know that their their constituency big up to them big time with with this election so like it's not dead trump might go trump might not be there in january but it's not it's far from it's far from dead I tend to think uh, there's a lot of people that s- s- see the world as you do that think uh, the next Trump is going to be worse. This we didn't st- st- stomp out this uh, s- sort of right wing, and again, Trump isn't really right wing. I-, I don't even know what to call it. It's just like a self interested populism. But it, we we didn't stomp that out. Uh, that'll just come back bigger. I'm not sure because I think that in most respects, uh, Trump is a once in a generation figure. I don't know who could possibly try to match. The, like, yes, yeah. absolutely. I, I don't think, I, I don't think it would be hard to match necessarily. I just, I don't see many people honestly having the courage to be as much of a shithead as he is. It takes a lot. It takes a real, a like, wild broken. amount of shamelessness. Yeah, I think you got to be broken. And, and don't get me wrong, there's plenty of politicians that are broken, but I, I, I yeah, I, look, the, I always go on about the Bathists and ISIS and, and just how water finds its level, how, how you, you, uh, if you're, if you're a huckster and, and just a con man, it doesn't really matter what the con is, just that there is one. Uh, and that's, I've been impressed. I was really impressed, honestly, ab- about how Republicans skated by. They let the, the they allowed the public to kill their dude and still keep their paychecks. Uh, I gotta. I really gotta hand it to them. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. Like it, it, now, now you've got uh, Biden, who his whole pitch is that he is. Uh, he, he'll walk across the partisan divide, and apparently it is by all accounts true that he has 
uh, good relationships uh, uh, with Republican lawmakers. Uh, but in principle, this should be a total redo of the Obama years where you've just got an obstructionist house who is trying to facilitate the, the president's uh, platform in no meaningful way. <laughs> and yeah. uh, nothing gets done. And there's people that are kind of excited about that. Uh, and a thing that we've talked about a great deal People, more people are excited about than are willing to admit it because what we're looking at, if we are looking at more Obama years is exactly what people say they hate about politics, which is business as usual, um, rich get richer. Uh, but you know, but the liberals, the libs don't have to think about politics because nothing nothing is in their face and agitating them yo that is what most people want it is what most of our listeners want it is what most of the people who claim to be radicals or might have spit in a cop's face this week will want in three years yeah i I, i'm going to be following like a psychopath the 20 year old woman that spit in the cop's face the other day oh Um, yeah i'm going to be following her life because i will be quite shocked if she doesn't sort of uh, recant, if not, if not in words, then by her lifestyle, the behavior that she engaged in this week. Uh, And I, here's what I base that on. If you'd like, like a really gross fucking analysis of people, Uh, her skin. And I don't mean her skin color at all. I mean, the quality of her skin. I don't know if you saw the, uh, 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 the perp photo of her. The uh, I did. I'm in love shot. with her. So, yeah, good looking woman. Uh, unfavorable, <laughs> unfavorable tooth to gum ratio in my view, but whatever. Um, she, she. There was a there. So okay, some of the right wing guys were posting photos of the. Uh, uh, maybe they maybe they're Antifa. Maybe then uh, maybe they're just people that showed up to to a. Uh, riot but some of the uh portland arrests right i don't know if you saw any of those and they were clearly cherry picked for because they're obvious meth users obvious and they're people that look really lost and they're people that look like like if you had to if you had to go into a uh like an i don't even know like a black lives matter rally that is largely white uh and grab the people that most poorly represented that movement it would be like this and these are those people right they look like shit they look they look like they're latching onto something because there's no place for them to be it's to be frank it's they look sad and that's not how that woman that spit in the cop's face looks at all she looks like the child of privilege May or may not be true. I don't know, but she looks like someone uh, who is not in that morbid, struggling space that some people are in. And rich get richer. Uh, most people that are upper middle class 
uh, recant their more revolutionary values. Uh, it, usually it doesn't take them even until 30. And I will actually be looking her up every few years to see where she's at. Not because I'm going to write her a nasty letter, but just to see if my own cynicism is justified or not. Can I, can I give a, an, an update, a, a, an election update? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to tell me that she already recanted and uh, she joined the Proud Boys. But yeah, go on. Oh yeah, no, she's she's living in Sands Point in New York. She's got a she's got a full mansion. Um, <laughs> it, can I read this tweet? Yes, please. It's official. It's official. Donald Trump has the best hashtag hotline bling dance moves. Oh, it is official. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, look, the person I feel worst for in this whole election is Lil Pump. It's like oh. in, in the last days of an election, he tied his horse to a losing candidate. Uh, Lil Pimp. Lil Pimp. I feel bad for him. You're such a fucking hoe. I love yeah, you it. love that one. You're such a fuck. I, I, I love that song. Um <laughs> You know what, man? <laughs> Yo, I, you got to stop saying it. The dude hasn't fucking lost yet. Eric, he's lost. He just doesn't know it. <laughs> that might be true. I, I have a hard time uh, giving any certainties there. Be, it, it, everyone's in fear of the ownage. If we say, yeah, he won, you, if everyone's celebrating like the guy lost, it's all, you're going to get clowned. Listen, you've, you've really got to stop this like making him the, the, this you've made him into the, the supervillain that foils you, you know, like you've made it, you, you, you get your paranoia runs deep. I'm currently watching him right now. Dance to YMCA. <laughs> Is it live footage? No, no, it's from, it's from like last week, but, but still, I mean, dude, I just, I, I feel like, dude, you remember in 2016 when everyone got owned after he won all the tweets of saying how he's not going to win or whatever, everyone, everyone making fun of him. Yo, you're going to own yourself. And, and, and to be fair, to be fair, I don't see many people celebrating just yet, but, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think, I, I don't think it's impossible that he can pull it out. Um, he's definitely going to send it to, to court, you know? Um, so we're going to, he's going to be fighting this shit until probably yeah, January, listen, I guess. He's going to be, he's going to be fighting it on, on judge Judy. He's going to be fighting it on the view, but he's going to be an embarrassing footnote by January. And I think he's the dudes like more than ever. If, I mean, if it comes out that he in fact did lose and there was no hanky panky, uh, dudes like really gotta go like, like more than at any other point in his existence, he has to go now because he, I think he's like, I'm going to go full MSNBC resistance suburban mom right now. No, no, he's, he's fucking, he's a dangerous fucking motherfucker. And he's encouraging his shithead supporters to like show up at these polling places with guns. Yo. Yeah. Look, I'm not, you're not going to get me to, to take his side here. <laughs> like I'm not going to play devil's advocate that hard, but I will just say that there's going to be incidents. They're going to be unfortunate incidents. They don't reflect a larger trend that they're not, there's not going to be like, look, the businesses in our new neighborhood, all 
I would say 60% of them, uh, uh, depending on the type of business really, uh, boarded up for this election. And then when I was walking last night and it seemed like a sure thing that Biden has this, they all started on, on like taking the boards out because there's not a huge expectation that Trump supporters are actually going to do anything. Oh no, no. Well, I don't think they're I think it's going to be property damage, but like we all saw, we, we saw the, 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 um, beer BBQ and, and freedom guys run up on the, on the, on the thing. Like, yo, it's astounding to me that that guy didn't have a gun. You know what I mean? Like, and, and Trump and his, and his like, slimy fucking uh children are all up on the social media being like this is rigged we gotta blah, 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 you know, stop the count whatever like yo it it wasn't it what, what was it about a month and it was six weeks ago that a that kyle rittenhouse was out there shooting people like yo it's really not far-fetched that someone is going to be at the receiving end of some incensed facebook fuck face with a fucking ar-15 i'm telling you it's a certainty, just like it's a certainty that when school goes back into session, there will be a school shooting. These things are just a well, given. Dude, you're, real quick, your 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 vocals just went full robot. Am I a robot now? You sound like a robot. Am I a robot? You sound like a Russia bot right now. You sound like you're. There's, it sounds like there's two Patricks. You actually, you kind of sound like the fly. <laughs> Brundlefly, uh, let me disconnect and reconnect. You don't do anything. Stay where you are. We'll see how we do. All right. I wonder what I've been looking into guns in LA. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. You're just now. You sound like you're in a cave. Oh yeah, that's because I went into the cave while I was doing this. <laughs> Check. Am I a robot still? No, you sound great now. You sound like a like normal human. You sound like uh, you're in They Live, but you're not one of the aliens. I wish I was one of the aliens. Get on the winning team, bro. Yeah, seriously. Um, so where where were we before you roboted out? I was saying I was being um, MSNBC mom. Yeah, you Danger. were. And He's got to go. When I roboted out, that was the kind of confirmation that I'm a bot. Yeah, <laughs> this is the botcast. Yeah, the botcast. Uh, uh, the steel dossier is still true. Yep, <laughs> obviously. Uh, will you be pursuing uh, Donald Trump's uh, indictment, arrest, conviction uh, when he is out of office? Will you... Because here's my question. Who disappears tomorrow? Mm, is, Pod so Save, is Pod Save America still a thing tomorrow? Oh, man. The bottom's going to fall out. Yo, I think that's low-key why CNN won't call Arizona. I 100% I think that. Um, you know what I mean? They don't want him to go. People that, people that might not exist next round of this, Pod Save America, uh, Nate Silver, uh, CNN, <laughs> you know what I mean? Things that, <laughs> yeah, they're all things that were just subsisting off of th these are par these are Trump parasites, which I think is an interesting thing that we never talk about that 
we hate Trump so much that we don't care about the fish that live in his gills, like cleaning up the food that he, he discards, you know, like it's, it's really, everybody's calls everybody a grifter right now. And I like it. It's funny, but yeah, you know, if your sole purpose, like if the only reason you have a career is because of the person that you pretend to hate, I assure you, you do not hate them. (laughs) I assure Mm -hmm. you that there is, you're not being real. If you think that that's hate, if you think you really want the guy to go who pays your rent, you're lying. Yeah. I mean, there is going to be the, the, the bottom's going to fall out on the, uh, Trump hate industrial, uh, complex. It's, um, I mean, it was kind of like when uh, when Bush was gone, right? Didn't didn't what's his name? Uh, John Stewart lost a little bit of cachet. Yeah, it, it's w- what is your purpose? It, you know, like nobody puts on nobody puts on a, a mosquito spray when they're in the desert. You, you know, like nobody if you're going to bed inside your house, you don't spray yourself with mosquito spray. There's no purpose to this thing in your life now. It, it's you're superfluous and i i think that's where most of these outlets are going to find themselves that's where most of these late night hosts are going to find themselves oh yeah they're going to succumb to podcasts maybe trump starts a podcast he realizes that being doing a podcast will is literally more powerful than than being president as we proved on election night uh <laughs> as we fucking proved um yeah, what does Trump do post uh, post uh, post loss? I don't know. Um, he probably sticks around. He probably just tweets from a fucking beach somewhere from his from his country club. He probably just like, I don't know. Does he start a library? What do what do, what do ex presidents do? Uh, he does start a library. Ironic. It's and, all it's uh, all hustler mags. You know. <laughs> He's going to do the same shit he's always done. He's going to, they're going to do the apprentice again. They're, he's going to. Oh, yeah. So, how much Ben Shapiro do you watch? <laughs> None. Like, would you say two hours a day, three hours a day? How much Ben Shapiro? Uh, I, I look at pictures of his sister's feet. Okay. So, I'd never gotten more than an hour into a Ben Shapiro show. I did yesterday. And middle of the podcast, he starts talking about he is starting his own Netflix. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? (laughs) So do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts. 
because okay. he he wants a platform that is friendly to conservatives. Now, with my personal views, which are that you are entitled to your personal views. Sure. I'm happy for him. I wish him the best okay. of luck. Right? Are we trying to get that? Uh, we we trying to get that? Uh, uh, I've already submitted us. Yes, I've already yeah, submitted yeah. the podcast. I said we will say whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I submitted us for the Russian one too. We're at the Blaze, uh, uh, RT. Great. It's it's whatever whatever keeps us fed. We're we're in on the grift too, man. Give us some of that Pod Save America uh, uh, money that w- goes to what I don't know. <laughs> it goes to the personal I, I, enrichment of people that will pretend to forever not be the one percent, despite the fact that, based on, do you know what the do you know what constitutes one percent? Um, uh, upwards of a bill. Nope. Uh, nope. it is four hundred and a quarter. Uh in yearly income and 10 million, 10 million in assets or savings. Uh, that to some of you, that is going to sound totally unreachable. It is for most of you, but only technically, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's not absurd. Like if somebody told me that if I don't, I've never listened to pod save America talking out of my ass right now. I, I was I was gonna I was gonna say I think we asked this question probably two or three years ago, but how, how much money would it take for you to listen to one sa- full episode of Pod Save America? Pod Save America four hundred thousand. Uh Chapo Trap House probably like fifty grand. Yeah I could yeah that, that makes sense. Dude I, I I I mean Chapo you probably less but I couldn't even fathom yeah, I would do it for fifty putting grand. my I, I couldn't even fathom putting myself through a fucking episode of Pod Save America. It sounds like the most, like, uh, you're, it's just, you're uh, literally mad out with Jason at that point. It's just like eating your own diarrhea. Like, what? Yeah. I would do, uh, here, weird thing, I would do that for less. <laughs> Yo. It's, it's just sounds so fucking unappealing. I remember when they did that, they, HBO put out like a live podcast of Pod Save America, like a stage show, and I I canceled my subscription. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, that shit is. It's like it, it's Rachel Maddow Community College Theater. You know, oh. like, like why why am I interested in this? What is what possible angle could this take that I don't already think to myself during the day? Trump bad. <laughs> In a more interesting or, or dynamic way. So Trump bad, Cheeto. Yeah, Trump bad. Uh, here's the reasons he's bad. Oh, okay. I, I, poor, I would actually poor whites love racist. An explanation of policy wise why he's bad. Uh, I'm sure you would run out after three podcasts because he's done virtually nothing. <laughs> virtually nothing. So this is what I, what I was thinking about, and and it goes back to what you were saying earlier, like in in just like people wanting the Obama years again. And I was thinking about that. And for, you know, there, I think there's a lot of people don't want to admit that, right? Because everyone wants to be, you know, on the side of good and virtue and whatever. And like, I was talking about it with my friend last night and, you know, I'm a, I'm a young man. I just, I've just turned 30 
a lot of my formative experiences come from when our president was a dimwit. And I'm talking about George W. Bush. And I remember when Obama came into office, I thought to myself, here's a dude who like is mild tempered and like speaks intelligently. Like that's really all I'm looking for. And if you want to talk about policy, mixed bag, Barack Obama, sure. A lot of, you know, whatever, whatever. There's a lot to talk about there. But like with Donald Trump, again, you want to talk about policy? Fine. But I think the relevant thing for most people, and I, I know I'm just basically saying what you said earlier, is just like, yo, can we have a guy in office that's like not this like blustering, like total like moron like dude yeah. like his vocabulary is like straight up eighth grade level can we just have a dude who knows how to fucking like speak intelligently and doesn't throw gasoline on fire he speaks worse than you and i do it's 100 percent, and that sucks i listen to us and i go yo i think we might i think we we're not disabled but i think that we probably are sub average intelligence I, I, I listen it's to us and true. I think I listen to us and I think eighty, you know, eighty <laughs> five is struggling. So for that dude to speak worse than you and I is a real indictment. But we we're already seeing this, and here's what I think is interesting: the activist types in my uh, uh, social media sphere are going on about how. We have to keep the fight up. This is, in some right. ways, it's bad because uh, now uh, we, the, the there's no momentum. People uh, aren't going to fight these things because they're not going to be as in your face. And they see this as a bad thing, which, truth be told, I do, I do too. But I think it's also interesting because it's a weird admission uh, 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 that you need this guy that you, yeah. you, you, the person who does not do a late night talk show where you have to be talking about the, the president at all times, but your social identity hinges on you being an activist and there's not going to, activism is not going to be cool or interesting in about five months. Yeah, it, there there will not be any meaningful activism by this time next year, and oh yeah, and that stings. If there's issues that you care about, that stings. But it's fucking true. <laughs> People are going. It's back true, to but, but it's also sleep. just like I think it's you need to like just readjust the lens a little bit because yo. That that might be true, right? That there that there isn't a lot of meaningful activism in your sphere anymore because a lot of people decided that they want to go on with their lives. But like, you know, for four years, people have you know, people on the left, liberals mostly, you know, uh, left wing people have existed in this like realm of constant like rage and anxiety when it comes to the man in in the big chair. So, look. Are people going to go back to sleep? Yes. Are things going to calm down for a minute? God, I hope so. But most likely, right? Is that a fucking bad thing? Is that really a bad thing? Like, 
if you are now realizing, if your conclusion is, uh oh, Trump's gone, now no one's going to care, sad face, oh no, I hate everybody. There's an old saying, and it's when you drive a nail through all that's good, the carpenter becomes the wood. And it's, you're just, you're fucking yourself. Like, yo, can you just, can you be, it's like, it's an extension of, the 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 um purity candidate you know what i mean like yo shit the world is full of different people with different views you're never going to have mag uh, plurality of opinion that specifically tailor to what you believe it's never going to happen can you try and enjoy your fucking life for a minute no so the answer is no Th- there's people that <laughs> clearly it, 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 but also look I said this on our I said this on our live cast when you were I don't know taking a shit or getting ice cream or whatever the fuck you're doing. I was beaten off. I that's right. I when people say so there's this, been this the last two days, there's been this thing, hey, we can get along with people that don't see the world the way we do. We can get along with people that don't vote the way we do. And then the reply is that whole that whole bit that whole thing that people do where they go, if, if your opinion or the way you vote seeks to deny me my personhood, then we can't be friends. Okay. So I think that there's merit to both those arguments to be totally honest, but this is me speaking from my heart. I can, I don't have to like everyone I can get up with people that have really fucking tried to finish me. If the goal is the same, if the goal is to make it through another fucking day, you know what I mean? Then I can, I can get with them. It doesn't mean that we're homies. It doesn't mean anybody's coming over to breakfast. It just means that, you know, what is the alternative to total war forever? Is that your, is, is that what you, some of the biggest pussies I've ever encountered in my life, are advocating for, it, it just let's pl- you know that 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 expression. Okay, play it forward. Let's let's see where we're at. Where, where where does it arrive? What does it mean? Right? Like, what does it mean? Like, what does it mean? Like when you respond to somebody, no, I I cannot, I cannot uh, accept people that would vote against my interests. It's like your life is hell dude <laughs> because yeah, you are like again there's there's been people that have really they've been against my interest they've been against my interest everybody and so if, dude, so if I, I'm thought, I thought you were i thought you were gonna get in your fucking vegan bag like oh i always can 99 percent of the people in your life are you consider murderers i ate a piece of cheese today shouldn't you bludgeon me to death by these people's standards, I should. Uh, and that, I mean, I could go off on that angle too, but our listeners are probably tired as fuck of it. Here's what I'm going to say. Maybe. Is I'm not buying your weird political sloganeering that you can't, you can't accept somebody who would try to undermine your personhood because I am telling you from personal experience that I am able to do it on a personal level, which is more difficult than the abstraction that you are talking about. So if I can do it and I'm nobody's idea of enlightened, then why the fuck can't you? And the answer is because you haven't thought about it. 
you're into slogans. You're not into reflection, but that can only go on so long before you start to feel like a fool. Yeah. I mean, that's for sure. Yo, why will CNN not fucking call Arizona? They won't do it. They want a Trump victory. You already said it. (laughs) It's just, they won't fucking, they still haven't. And maybe they're right. I don't know. Um, Look, I, my, if my prediction for the next four years, right. If, if assuming uh, Biden pulls this out of the bag, things are going to chill out. People will still be, you know, whatever. People will still remember everything, right? And they'll, 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 they'll still be there. Was, there will still be a large, whatever we want to call it, far left activist woke voice on Twitter, whatever you want to call it. There will be that presence. Um, my prediction is people get very comfortable. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with COVID, but you know, this was this election really feels like they were trying to like re like you, you have like, let's say you have like a Tupperware full of spaghetti and it's overflowing and the overflow. That's the metaphor for the, for, for Trumpism, let's say. And Biden was this like flimsy lid that doesn't really fit over the top. And they were just trying to force all the shit back in the fucking Tupperware, all the spaghetti trying to force the thing closed and it's rumbling. It's the fucking, the Tupperware is rumbling and they just put a bunch of rubber bands around it to keep it closed. Right. That's Joe Biden. And in four years, barring, uh, any like wildly charismatic and, and cool, uh, democratic, uh, politician, you know, you're going to see Republicans win again in four years. It's going to, the, the lid's going to come off. They're, they forced this genie back in the bottle this moment of populism that the world's been in for like four or five years now, they forced it back into its hole. And I think unless something wild happens, which it probably will, cause you can't ever predict anything. Yo, it's going to come back out. It's just going to come back out. Uh, you are more paranoid about this than I am. I think people want to be asleep. I think that in some ways this was, uh, this this was a periodic thing that actually maybe proves that we're getting better because in in prior times in human history i think that we would have had to kill 700,000 of each other and this time we didn't so i well, think a virus that that, killed like 200 though what's that a virus killed like 200 though oh you're believing that weird <laughs> <laughs> no i where know what you, you mean yeah where did you go are you near your microphone Oh, I, I, I got antsy. <laughs> I'm near the microphone again. All right. Listen, no, do you I, want to talk no, about I, yeah. our living situation? What's our living situation? Okay. So as I sent you the other day, this was in a 17-minute uh, period. Man robbed at gunpoint, mm. 800 feet away. Uh, report of man with knife, uh, 0.3 miles away. Mm. Per- person assaulted, uh, 900 feet away. Uh, that's all within 17 minutes. And it is so fun. Like, our neighborhood is legitimately GTA, and I think it is so funny. Like... There's no gang shit here at all. 
it's all just like non-binary uh, uh, TikTok kids and then homeless with guns. And it is so fucking funny. I've enjoyed every day that I've been here. I just go out, I go for a little walk around the neighborhood and then I, I check my little citizen app and it is exploding with fuckery. Not, not anything I'm scared of at all. Just fuckery. It's so entertaining. You're not scared of a homeless guy with a gun? No, I don't give a shit about a homeless, homeless guy with a gun. Um, no, you don't care if the homeless guy shoots you in the chest? No, man with gray sweatshirt waving gun around. I'm not scared of him. <laughs> which, uh, which is they sure that it wasn't you that's the actual uh write-up on this particular incident man with gray sweatshirt waving gun dude i don't know if i buy the i mean when so when i lived in brooklyn my roommate had the citizen app and i did not and he was constantly like oh shit people getting fucking shot all around around the block and i was like dude I guess, but I have, I was none the wiser. Right. But that's, that's my point with Twitter is that no, we're not supposed to know. We're not supposed to know how fucked things are. And the fact that we do right. is bad for our brains and uh man with gun on train platform. Uh, <laughs> it is meant to scare us. Uh, does not scare we're not me. Supposed, we're not supposed to know about Jeffrey Epstein. Vehicular assault. Suspect attempting to strike children at park. Uh, not supposed to know. Not supposed to know, as the internet has determined, that P. Diddy is a pedo. Oh, is he? No, he's dating an 18-year-old Instagram model, and people are like, you disgusting pig. And it's like, pedo. hey, guys. Guys. I think that you have your own issues that you're projecting on this guy. But that's just me. We can disagree on it. What I know is that he doesn't give a fuck and she doesn't give a fuck. So who are you advocating for? Are you looking out for the future 18 year olds that are going to fuck Puff Daddy for money? What's your angle? (laughs) Who are you saving right now? That one was in my timeline today. And I wanted to be like, Hey guys, guys, um, what's the what's the i'm in on it what's the hustle you know what 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 are we doing are we trying to is this just a clout run is 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 this a smash and grab on clout (laughs) because you're not helping anyone uh so your position is that you don't you don't think that p diddy is is at home going damn everyone's mad at me on the internet no people did compare him to epstein though (laughs) Which, which by the way everybody Regardless of spit all over my computer. Regardless of how you feel about a fifty-one-year-old dating an eighteen-year-old, regardless of how you personally may feel about that, um, if you refuse to acknowledge that there is a difference between the criminal act of having sex with a minor and this guy wanting to be with an Instagram model. you're displaying that the problem is you. You know what I mean? Like you're signaling very loudly that the problem is you. (laughs) So, Mm, well, I uh, think he's a pedo. Oh yeah. Oh, that's it. Epstein shit. Yeah. Epstein shit. Um, pedo P Diddy Island. Did you see, did you see, uh, 
that the Latinx conversation take place? Oh, so I, I, what I saw is that people want to throw out the term Latinx. Okay. Or Latinx. Or Lanx, as it, as it would be pronounced apparently by, by some Spanish speakers, would be la, Latinx. Latinx. Uh, um, I don't think anyone who speaks Spanish has actually ever said the term. Well, that's seemingly the problem. But if, if in many people's view, this election is a repudiation of wokeness, which I can see the argument for, right? Like, sure. It, there's people that made the point, I thought rather eloquently, that being the worst president in anybody, any living person's lifetime, which is almost certainly true, <laughs> like being the least capable seeming president. Let's put, let's say that. Let's let's put it like that because on policy, there's no doubt that you could put. Yeah, on policy, you could 100% put uh, George Bush ahead of Trump. I'd say most people would. Um, and as Obama was a continuation of Bush in so many reflect in so many ways in foreign policy, you could say that Obama, in some ways, is just as bad as Trump, at least. Uh, so let's not say the worst president in any living person's memory. Let's say, without question, the least presidential most boom. Sure. Right. Um, is he more of a boob than, yeah, he's probably more of a boob than W. Oh yeah. W, w honestly had like a low key type of charm. You know, <laughs> like I, I, when people get mad at Michelle Obama for chilling with, uh, uh George, uh, here's my thing. Who are you going to chill with at those events? He would be the yeah, number really. one guy I would go to. I'd be like, oh yeah, the rest of these people are fucking stiff, man. How you feeling, George? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, back to the point. Uh, if this guy, if Trump being like an ignoramus who who is very easy to dislike, and we imagine that his mismanagement of the COVID thing is at least partially responsible for the deaths of some Americans. Uh, if we pile on all of the bad about Trump and then we say, why would somebody vote for him? And it's roughly equal in enthusiasm and number to the people that want Biden or quote unquote want Biden. That means that all of Trump's bad shit is roughly equal in the electorate's mind to just having this kind of vague wokeness surrounding you. And nobody thinks mm. that Biden is woke. But there are a great many people who believe that the Democrats are, are the Trojan horse of wokeness. There's a great yeah, many people wildly. Yeah. So imagine how fucked people have to think that is to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm now excited to pull a lever a second time for this idiot. It's got to be bad. So in that respect, if this is a repudiation of, uh, of wokeness, I find this very interesting. But the Latinx thing is basically a guy who... Uh, uh, he's a Latin guy who won a Senate seat in a all like in a heavy, heavy uh, Latino district. And 
somebody, this is what went viral. Somebody asked him, how do we win Latinx voters? You did a good job. Uh, uh, you know, Dems have to consolidate this way. They said it in a more woke way than that, but that's basically what they meant. And, uh, the guy responded like a practical adult. And he just said, first stop calling them Latinx. Uh, yes. Second, be, be available and engaged with them in the other four or in the other two or four years of each election cycle instead of just for the four months leading up to it. That's yes. all it takes. <laughs> and listen, uh, it kicked off the debate where all the polls indicate that less than 3% of Spanish speaking people, Latinos, Hispanics, uh, et cetera, et cetera, uh, Chicanos, uh, whatever umbrella term you care to use, when you put them all together, and that's a great many people, less than 3% agnot- see themselves as Latinx or would use that or would feel comfortable. I forget the language. I think it's would feel comfortable using the language to describe yourself. So, Wait, wait, you're, you're telling me that they don't, they don't want to use a word made up by white people to make them feel better? Yeah, well, then that's the really interesting pushback is now there's a little bit of woke pushback saying that that's uh, it, it's just colonialism. It's just it's just settler talk, uh, which then becomes this really interesting conversation, not to me, but to someone, I'm sure, about gendered language. Does does it mean literally anything or is it just a convenience? And no, of course it's a fucking convenient. What the fuck are we? Yo, what? Well, here's the arguments for and against, right? The arguments for and against are, uh, if objects are gendered, then it proves that this is perfectly meaningless because nobody, nobody using gendered language, uh, or, or gender, uh, gendered, uh, nouns would, would ever, they don't think like, okay, there's some Brazil nuts on my fucking counter right now. I'm sure that there's a gender to those Brazil nuts. If we're speaking in a language that uses genders, nobody on earth thinks that these nuts have a gender. So that would prove seemingly that it's nonsense. However, the counter argument is that if you walked in a room, uh, of all men and called them Latinas, then that language does have meaning then. It, the the gender does the the, the gender nature of that of of the language then really matters. So right, you might get your ass beat. So I I I from a logical position, I I see it both ways. Um, but I yeah, I I I, I don't know. I I but I, I mean, don't I, look. The, I, I I mean, it I doesn't think the matter. Don't get me wrong; it doesn't matter. I think the intention of de-gendering language, which is what a word like Latinx is, is an attempt of being inclusive of people who are not, you know, either non-binary or trans or don't identify as men or a woman. Okay, that's fine. But it was done with the express purpose of like, not, it's like, it's not being offensive, right? It's because it's like, because, because there are people that don't identify, don't identify as one, as one or the other then you must come up with something new to uh to include them in your in 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 what you're trying to say 
there's nothing like inherently wrong with that, but it, 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 it's like the intention is not to actually change language. The intention is to say the right thing because you're scared of being yelled at or being wrong. That's how I look at it. And like, if you're trying to actually speak to these people that you're talking about, Latinx or whatever, Latinos, Hispanics, however you want to fucking catch them, uh, you have to use words that they will that they will understand, and not ones that you made up for yourself. That that's where I'm coming about it. Like, here's the uh, one, thing: we got, I got hit by someone. No, go ahead. And one would think that that, that speaking gibberish to a person uh, is not the way to win them over. No, I, I wouldn't think so. But yo, know, I, I really think we were seeing it before the election. But I think now, now that if if Biden is the winner. Um, and things chill out. And if, if people actually want to contend with the fact that many, many, many people of color voted for the Republican, uh, we're seeing wokeism kind of eat itself. We got, I, I got a message from a listener of the podcast, really bright woman. She hit me up and said, yo, someone who is a self-described, she might've said this tongue in cheek, but a self-described tanky, someone who is very far left. Uh, but not an idiot, a very bright person, uh, hit me and said, a friend of mine is getting bullied on the internet right now, a Middle Eastern woman. People are bullying her for being white. They're calling her not, they're, they're saying that she's white because of her lighter skin tone. Yo, this is, this is wokeness eating itself. Yeah. And she's like, I'm fucking red pilled now. Well, oh, all you got to do is see that once. We we've got a really fucking progressive as fuck. One of our most like one of our listeners that's like like on the outer fringe, like ready to become like a non-binary farmer, it, it is it hit me about some me too shit because I'm like like the only <laughs> the only person on a podcast that has a, a divergent opinion uh, about this, and just like they had the same experience that I had, which is. Once you see a thing that you know is a lie, your whole view of that snaps in half and, and you, you don't, it's very difficult for you to take things on face value moving forward. And so, but that's the same shit where there is, there is where you're supposed to be, uh, based on your values, et cetera. And then there is, when you touch it with your hands and you feel it in reality. And I think that that probably will be a lot of things that a lot of what people go through in the next couple of years, which is yet regarding like kind of like identity politics, wokeness, et cetera, will be uh, when it was theoretical, I was with it because it made sense as because I, I, it, I didn't have to touch the eye of the stove, but then when I touched the eye of the stove, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and look, I'm not like this. The nature of this podcast is not like a, we joke about it being like the pure black pill, but like, you know, I, I, we need some of you to really care about things. Cause Eric and I don't, you know what I mean? So we, for this world to keep spinning, we need you to give a shit. So I'm not trying to discourage anybody from kind of like having really strongly held beliefs and things that they take seriously and act upon and all that. Blah, 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 blah. But I, uh, I will say that, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that are like, yeah, I, I saw it and now I don't like it. 
know what I mean? Like I saw my friend who who is a Spanish speaker raised in in, in a, a Hispanic household, uh, but happens to have light skin, get bullied into being white by strangers. You know what I'm saying? Like that's going to snap yes. somebody in half. You're going to get a lot of, of people. course it there's will. A, there's a dude who I follow who I don't know what happened to him. I, I got no idea. It seems like it might be a mental health thing. Maybe he got hit by a me too. I don't know what the fuck happened that snapped his worldview, but he has gone full like conspiracy flat earth, like reactionary and like conservative as fuck. And he's black as coal. And there's a place that he's supposed to be. And then whatever happened to him happened. And he doesn't, he's, he can't go back. And that's a lot of people, man. (laughs) That's a lot of people. That's true. That's true. Um, you got to do something about that. Uh, the, uh, smoke detector that's, that's beeping (laughs) in the background because you're making us sound broke as fuck. Oh no, that's not us. Uh, That's, uh, are you talking about, hold on. I'm hearing, I'm hearing a smoke detector beep. Still? Well, not not at that moment, but I I heard one. No, that's me. That's me adjusting my four hundred dollar gamer chair. Oh, is that <laughs> maybe that's what it is? Uh, there it is, right? No, I didn't. I was I was saying. Uh, no, hold on, hold on. That's it, right? Yeah, that was it. That was it. That's a gamer chair, bro. You don't even know what <laughs> it's the like. Game. You don't even know what it's like to have a gamer chair. You don't. You can't even fathom it. Oh, by the way, I'm sending you a photo. Uh, of uh, people that were on the uh, live uh, uh, podcast or the the live stream, you got a little taste of this if you watched all four hours of it. But uh, here, I'm going to send Eric a photo of my room. Tell me, tell me what your thoughts are, Eric. All right, I'm standing by. Stand by. What do you th- what do you back, think about people by. that what do you think about people that respond to Joe Biden's tweet from 40 minutes ago of keep the faith folks with thank you Mr. President <laughs> That's is that our Instagram rapist of the week? What do you think about that person? Uh I think they're going to be disappointed when Donald Trump wins the election. Oh. Um so what do you think about the, Oh, hold on. What do you think about what you just got sent? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> this is going to be the cover of the episode. So everyone can, can witness the, you had the gall the other night to call my room depressing. Look at this. I think that this is inspiring. <laughs> this is like, this is, you know what this is? This is a guy who was in Vietnam and he never came home. You know what I mean? He no, came home physically, came home, yeah. but his but his yeah, his brain never came home. Uh, could you describe it to the people at home? If you're listening on Spotify, you can you can see the you can see the photo for yourself, but I will describe it for our Apple users. Yes, it's a um so it's there there's a, a beige carpet. <laughs> With an iPad and an iPhone plugged into the wall. Not an iPhone. Uh, what, what is that? That's a sidekick. Go on. 
with, with an iPad and a sidekick plugged first into the wall. First generation iPad and a sidekick going. Right. So dad got home in, in 2007 <laughs> and <laughs> fact, uh, so, okay. We got the, we got the beige carpet. Is that beige? Would you say maybe it's just gray? Um, we got beige-ish. gray walls, be- yep. beige, gray walls that match the beige carpet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> disorienting. Uh, we got uh, some resistance bands on the ground. It looks like you have the same ones that I do. Always think um, Yeah, we got it. one dirty sock near the edge of the frame. Uh, we have a, and then we have right in the middle of the photo, the centerpiece, uh, the, uh, a cot <laughs> that looks entirely too small for you. Uh, no, I mean my, my feet, I don't go over it. If I was, if I was like a six foot one, I, I would go over it, but no, I would have a blanket. This is a perfect cot for me in the center of that image is a sleeping bag. That's what, that, that's oh, what, that's that, what that is. Yeah. I thought it might be a jacket. So that's a sleeping bag that, that I guess you use to cover yourself while you sleep on this cot. I'm just, I'm glad you have a pillow. Thank you. No pillowcase. I'm, I'm yet. I'm no, no, but no pillowcase. Great. Do you are you do you drool when you sleep? A little bit. Okay, so you're gonna stain that pillow then. Uh, yes, for sure. I'm gonna get a pillowcase, but I went on Etsy to find a cute one. <laughs> An anime girl one. There's a chicken nugget pillowcase that I might buy. <laughs> a chicken nugget one. Here's the deal, everybody. I've said this before. I'm gonna say it again. My girlfriend's eight thousand miles away. Some people in those that position, they cheat on their girl or whatever they do. Here's what Patrick does. Not interested in any of that bullshit. I just am using this window of being apart because we cannot travel because of COVID. I'm using this window of being apart to live like a subhuman piece of shit, which is my natural orientation that I have to uh, sublimate because of uh, uh, women don't tolerate that. But on my own, I am a cot, resistance band, sidekick guy. Do we have, are there windows in our bedrooms? Yes, there are. Okay, thank God. All right. At least that, uh, please keep the window open so that it can air out some of the lizard smell that I know you to produce. Yo, this is crazy. You and I don't ever have to... We are, we have wings of our house. We don't actually have to interact if we don't care to. No, I want to interact. I think you should, I think, honestly, I think you should just set up the living room as your bedroom. (laughs) You want, well, what I was thinking was getting us both uh, clubs, like for exercise. Have you, have you ever spun a club for exercise? No. Okay. So it's, it's like kind of adjacent to kettlebells. Uh, Basically you take a baseball bat looking thing or a mace and you you work it around your body the way that like batters do before, uh, uh, not necessarily you know like you, you go behind your back you go at all these different angles because the the idea if for people that are uh, of course zoning out because all of our listeners are obese and have no interest in uh, the the uh, physical culture uh, the idea is that when people are doing things like working their arms or their chest, uh, they are not doing anything to strengthen their core. So in reality, they're 
they're building these pieces in isolation and the whole goal of so much new sort of woo woo sort of uh, uh, fitness stuff is trying to build your core all the time. So at every time that you're doing another exercise, you are also building your core, which I can see the value in. And uh, that's what those clubs are doing. But I was thinking about leaving our living room completely bare and just uh, making it our dojo. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I think it should be our dojo. I think that's where we should, I think we should start our own uh, martial arts studio in the living room and invite the homeless people to, to learn how to defend themselves. Yo, the homeless people in our neighborhood know how to defend themselves and it's with this steel, <laughs> bro. That's true. That is very true. What are you looking at? Did, tr- did Trump win? You sound sad. Um, I saw news that made me sad. Oh, really? What'd you say? Uh, I'm trying to find it again. Who's uh, Nate Cohen? Who the fuck is Nate? Is he some, he's some New York times pollster. Okay. Hit me. We didn't even go over how fucking crazy, (laughs) how wildly wrong the polls were. Polls are gibberish. Everybody gibberish. They're, they are. Polls are astrology. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, here it is. I found the tweet. Um, he says, in today's wave of Arizona ballots, Trump won by under 17 points. That's A, a bit better for Biden than yesterday. B, probably not good enough for Trump to win. C, probably not enough for networks to call it for Biden. Here's the thing. We're going to be, this is going to be contested until January, I guarantee it. Oh, no doubt. So anybody like, you know, waiting on bated breath for the answer of who won, strap in. I still, I, I, I believe I'm a believer. Trump's going to win. You've allowed this man to Hitler your brain. He's he's they're literally tied in Georgia. Well, what what did we think before? I don't know. Have, I thought. Well, I guess any, I thought he won Georgia. Yeah. So who? Ca- whatever. Who cares? <laughs> he's gonna win, bro. Um. <laughs> 
I, you I, you I, live you in your in your in your in your insular LA coastal elite bubble. You don't know the real America that is that is overwhelmingly going to uh, revolt for for Donald Trump. Well, I'm part of the real working class, so I voted Trump. Which, by the way, can we talk about? Can we talk about that? Tell me. The Republicans now being the party of the working class. Which party represents the working class? Uh, neither. Neither. The answer is neither. The answer. The answer is neither. And full stop. Neither. And I mean, most people that believe they're working class aren't necessarily even working class. And then there's all this, like, you know, I have all these thoughts about what a service, what working class even is in a service economy. But it is, uh, suffice to say that while nobody is really happy about Joe Biden in our circles, there is a there is like a boomer sort of affection for him. And I th- sure. think, and I think that if the idea is, Hey, if he gets out of my way and allows me to do right by my family, I don't care. But what a lot of the back to the blacks, if I can, what a lot of the black guys that I followed keyed in on is that that's exactly how they saw Trump is a guy who gets out of their way. He can do whatever he wants, yell about whatever he wants, but he gets out of their way and allows them to make money. Now, I think that Biden is going to have to cut a lot of checks that he actually can't because Republicans are going to stonewall him. So so he's going to be insisting that the country stay closed. Republicans are going to probably just sort of engineer things so that he takes the blame no matter what. But meanwhile, the working class, particularly the entrepreneurial class, people that are trying to make things for themselves are going to be the ones that suffer. And I, I'm kind of like, look, I couldn't see any circumstance where I would vote Trump, but I'm really sympathetic to somebody that looks at it and goes, I need to get ahead. I can't allow myself to be poor. I have a family. I think that this guy gives me better odds of that at this moment. I can't be mad at that. And I don't understand why people are so mad at that. You know? Oh, why? Because uh, your friend said that black trans lives are like black trans people are going to be marched into uh, gas chambers. It's like, yo, Trump is not good for anybody's rights. That's a fact. But, there might be some overstating the threat relative to what the Democrats are putting on offer. Like, do you think that Democrats are, look, that was the chair again, that the <laughs> Democrats are looking out for your black trans friend? Is that what you believe? Because if you don't think that the threat is as big as some people do, and you need to get ahead for your family, so that you don't, your son doesn't have to take care of you uh, when you're fucking sixty and arthritic. Then I don't know. Are we re- like who is working class? I guess here, who is working class? It, it, is it the person in our listenership who has a college education 
who works a job that they think they're better than, but involves zero manual labor uh, and uh, c- comes with health insurance? I mean, I guess, sort of. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, like, again, I don't have very much stake in anything, so I can say, yeah, I don't, you know, fuck Trump. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. I just feel like the, particularly the, the, like this argument that poor people, that black people, et cetera, were voting against their interests by voting for Trump. I'm just not sure that that's wholly accurate. And I think it's very dismissive. Sorry to take us back here. It just struck me. But have these working people, right? These hardworking, overtaxed, burdened, have these people considered that Trump is a Cheeto? Right, right, right. Have they considered that um, uh, th- that a girl named April, uh, who is 20 uh, and currently enrolled uh, at Dartmouth, uh, will think that they're not black if they if they vote for him? Have they have they really given that the consideration that they need to? Because I wouldn't want them to run afoul of April. April's gonna get them fired now. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. April's gonna Stop. call the machine. Um, April's gonna call the machine shop and say, "Cut this man's hours." Exactly. So go fuck yourself. Um, yeah. Look, I, I mean, I don't know, I, <laughs> dude. No one represents the working man. I would say the Republicans do the well. I would say Donald Trump does because he's as ignorant and 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 crass as they are, right? And this is not me doing my like uh, everyone who votes for Trump is stupid thing. It's me doing my yo. I know people who work construction. I know blue collar people. They fucking love Donald Trump. They yeah. fucking love him. He's Archie Bunker. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, so that that's that's the best representation the working class is ever going to get. Um, Democrats used to be the party of unions and the party of the working people. That that's not been the case for a long motherfucking time. Um, what about this? Thing you know, that, I, what about this thing that Andrew Yang just said? What what did what did uh, what did Yang Gang say? Uh, in, in regards to. <laughs> Uh, in regards to, uh, the, the, uh, I think this is in regards to the working class in their minds, the democratic party, unfortunately has taken on the role of the coastal urban elites who are more concerned about policing various cultural issues than improving their way of life. Correct. Yes, correct. (laughs) And here's my question is what is the culture warrior? What is April, the culture warrior? What can she offer? Nothing. Like, like like what can she, what is her appeal to those people aside from you're bad? Nothing. Her, she, her, what is her appeal? Literally nothing. What does she offer? Um, she uses words that you don't know what they mean, but you should. And if you don't, then you're bad. And uh, it's because they're more inclusive of things you don't understand. How long should I? That's what. They, that's, that's literally it. How long should I intermittent fast for? 
Oh, you're getting into the intermittent fasting. I'm so fucking fat. I'm I'm depressed. Do you know what I did today? I what'd you do? Walked around the house shirtless, and I worked shirtless to to shame myself. <laughs> I wanted to Jesus put on a shirt, sorry. and instead instead I said, "No, you have to look at yourself." <laughs> I said this. I said this myself. I said, "You're not getting out of this." I said, "You have to confront the reality that you're a fat fuck now," and I. A huge part of it is that when I was at my folks' house, the only exercise I was doing was weights. And I was eating seven times a day. So, of course, yeah, I got stronger. Cool. You know, I can beat up your brother now. But I got this gut from doing no cardio. And the YMCA by our house is closed. So all I'm doing now until I get a new pair of sneakers, this is boring. This is Shinfo, everybody, but they fucking sent me the wrong size. So now I'm fucked is I'm just doing my little step counter. Like I'm a fucking 63 year old woman. And I walk around our neighborhood waiting to be uh, shot by a homeless guy in a gray sweatshirt uh, to 10,000 or more steps. Well, that's but good. I, you got to get your steps in, but I need to add diet to this. So, Intermittent fasting, you are at the kind of like uh, 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 body dysmorphia stage. You're ED now. (laughs) It's true. How are you going? I like to eat by 11 a.m., then again at 4 p.m., then again at 10. This doesn't really work. So what's a good window? Well... I will say th- my fasting's broken down a little bit. I've been, I've been, uh, I've, I've been betraying myself, and I, and I feel badly for it. I haven't really fasted this week at all, and I've definitely gained a little bit since, um, since, since the weather got colder, and I can't go on my bike rides and shit. And since it's getting darker earlier, my, my exercise has, has fell, and my fasting's fell. So. It hasn't like I haven't gained it all back, but like it is I'm starting to fall off the horse a little bit. I really got to be more strict with myself. But to answer your question, you got to start start small, you know, like eat, eat, you know, eat 11 for breakfast is fine. I mean, it doesn't really matter when you do it, just as long as you're going through, uh, you know, going through the hours of, of fasting, you know. And um, so like a good thing for you would be like eat breakfast at 10 eat lunch by two, have, make them big meals so that you're getting the calories that, that generally you would need. And then, you know, maybe have something, you know, a little, have like a, you know, protein bar at at three o'clock and then, you know, cut it off till, till 10 AM the next day. Just drink water. Did you say three o'clock? Yes. God, Eric. Well, you know what? No, if you're starting off, do like, Start with like, you know, 12 and then bump it to four. Once you're comfortable with that, bump it to 14. Comfortable with that, bump it to 16. You, I mean, look, it's different for everybody. Maybe you'll never get used to it. But for me, I got used to it pretty quickly and 16 was like nothing. And I was like, I can do this shit. And then what's, once you're at 16, what's another two hours? Okay, now it's 18. And 18 was a challenge for a while. And then you get used to it. And you're like, all right, let's fucking go for 20. And 20 is lit. 20 is like, if you, if you get your proper amount of calories, you feel fucking good. I'm telling you, like I feel, I feel better when I fast than when I don't. 
Okay. But you got to but you got to you got to make sure the, the key to it the reason why I've been falling off is that the my meals haven't been calorie dense enough. So like I'm eating dinner because I realize fuck I didn't eat a big enough lunch and now I'm fucking it's not good to be hungry. You want to eat enough to sustain yourself for the time you're fasting. Okay, unrelated question. Also, just real quick, stay away from carbs, stay away from sugar, and drink water. Fuck your fucking water. Fuck, I like sugar. Fuck off. I'm not doing your stupid well, exercise anymore. Fuck off. All right, so, then don't. You fucking ask me. Yeah, I, I regretted my decision shortly thereafter. So, listen. And be fat, motherfucker, you fat pig. Listen. Oh, man. Imagine if you turn on me and you just start shaming me all the time. Um, <laughs> Trying to help let's you. Say, let's say that we like living together. And then you say, okay. I'm ready to take this relationship to the next level. And then yes. because we already live together, that, that can only mean that you either want to get married or have a child. Mm. Now, now, Mr. Mom, what if we had a child together and then at 17, they were being really thoughty on Instagram. Would you want to suppress their their burgeoning sexuality. No, secure the bag. Oh, <laughs> that's what you say. You say uh, I will manage the finances of your OnlyFans. Of course, of course, I am a supportive father. I would say, listen, honey, the internet's full of creeps. Be careful out there. Do what you got to do. Hmm. Okay. All right. I don't condescend down to kids. I get on their level. I treat them like peers. I, I, I treat them like they understand the thing they're doing better than I do. Yeah. Uh, I'm mostly with that, but does that mean like you, you're like, you know, some people like cocaine. Some people don't, you don't know until you try kid. (laughs) I would say, no, if about the drugs, I would say, listen, do you value your life? Because it could end at any moment. Every time you walk out that door might be the last time. Do you want to live for a long time and have a happy and fulfilling life full of great experiences? Do you want to have, have a good time? Let's go. I would te- I would tell them about fentanyl and that uh, maybe I would I would be like, look, I, I know you're a young person. You're curious. Here's some here's some test kits. If you're going to do cocaine, do this first. Uh, make sure it's not fentanyl. Cause if it is, you will, you will die. Hey, let me ask our listeners something. And I'm sure I'm going to get very intense responses on this. Understand where I'm coming from. Am I stupid to think that if I've got to carry Narcan around that I'm in the wrong place in my life? Is that I mean, is that stupid or is that somewhat justified? Well, look, I think a lot of people that come from our walk of life might be punks or former punks or people that, you know, they might associate or have friends that do things like that. So I don't think it necessarily hurts to have a thing on you that can help your friend. And I don't think you shouldn't not be friends with somebody who maybe has an addiction problem. So. I, if you're carrying on the Narcan for yourself, yes, you should reevaluate. But if it's for the people that you love that are at risk, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm not saying wrong with it. I'm saying like, like I see people say you should always have Narcan around and I'm like, 
like that would to me that would feel like walking around with a defibrillator because <laughs> because I'm not hanging with old people and I'm not hanging with people that are ODing. So like I maybe I, I get it. Maybe they're not talking to me, but they do speak broadly. Like yo, everybody should have an Arcan on them and this that, the other thing. But like, I mean, yeah, you know what? There are plenty of homeless people in my neighborhood. But is this okay? Let me ask the next question. I'm sure I'm gonna get a fucking strong response on this one too. Go. Is it presumptuous to give somebody an Arcan? Like, if I see some homeless guy in the neighborhood. And he looks like he is fucking done. Is it like a little invasive to give him the Narcan or, or, or is it, is it enough to say like, you know, he might just be a heavy sleeper. You know I mean? I don't know the guy's lifestyle. Really? I didn't watch him shoot dope, you know? Um, well, how do you, how does one administer Narcan? I think the thing with Narcan is you have to take a training course, don't you? No, I think you just, no way, no way. I think you just no, you just shove it up their nose. Yeah. All right. Well, if that's the case, then then I don't think it would necessarily hurt. You could just be like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry if you weren't ODing. I thought you were ODing. Don't want you to die." What if he's like, "I'm stone sober. I find this a little offensive." I would say, "Damn, sorry. I was just trying to help." What if What if he's like, "I've been in recovery for 20 years. I'm just camping." I'd say, "Congratulations. That's a major achievement. I'm glad that you have uh, gotten better." But. uh, I don't think it's. I don't think you can necessarily be mad at me for thinking that maybe you nodded off. Why? Because I'm covered in dirt. Well, yeah, because you're you you're passed out in, a, in an encampment. Why? Because I I am uh, a, a guy that is plugging his uh, iPhone four into uh, the street light base, which uh, he is ripped open is filming me do pornography in my tent, which is a thing that I passed today, by the way. Uh, you assume that I'm on drugs? Yes. <laughs> by the way, have you ever typed meth into Pornhub? No. That sounds very dark. It's very dark, dude. It's very What do you think about uh, the Democrats stealing this election in Georgia? Uh, I mean, look, I follow a lot of women with big chests and a part of having a big chest is that it, it eventually makes you insane and that you become really into conspiracies and shit. So I've been seeing this all day. Half my timeline is half my Instagram timeline. Certainly is, uh, women saying that this election is stolen, uh, that that was the entire angle of the mail-in ballots was to be able to pull them out uh, and and kind of uh, mix in fake ones. And they're claiming that they're finding all these dead people on the rosters. Uh, I've been, I've been waist deep in this all morning. And, and to be honest, I'm convinced. Convinced of what? That Biden uh, is utilizing the, uh, the, the paramilitary wing of the Clinton foundation to mm. secure this election illegally. Do you mean the, the Biden crime family syndicate? Okay. So people were really down on that dude. How is that guy? Like, look, I understand the difference in one case, presumably the dude's family was killed by fucking George W. Bush's policies, but 
throwing a shoe or yelling at a microphone, whatever it is, these are all like pretty valid forms of protest. The dude's upset. Get off his dick. This is what all of you do on Twitter every day. Yeah, precisely. Precisely. What are you mad at this guy? You mad at this guy for what? Having being assertive enough to fucking wander, wander into a frame and start ranting. I have three words for you. Beer, straight, straight BBQ, fucking. freedom. I thought he, I thought honestly, like people were like, this is a Trump voter. And it's like, Oh God, look, you and I talk out of both sides of our mouths because the person that says that irritates us because if their purpose is to further their political agenda in earnest and not in some grifty opportunist way, then talking like that is very counterproductive. Being like, this is who votes for this person, this type of moron, degenerate, illiterate, cretin. That, that, that's not helpful. But at the same time, I've met a lot of these fucking illiterate, degenerate, cretinous fucking <laughs> morons. So I acknowledge that that's real, right? But it is also not helpful. And I don't know. I th- I think that there's like way worse things that to way worse ways of presenting your argument than uh, wearing a cut off a shirt with cut off sleeves and and uh, yelling through your through the food that's stuck to your mustache. You, you, you know, I I I will say it's less so than it has been in the past. Definitely less so than 2016. But the amount of you know half the country is irredeemable racists like that has gone down, but there is still a lot of it. Sort of. It's gone down sort of. I'm seeing a ton of this is a referendum when they thought that when they thought that Biden lost, there was a ton of this is a referendum on race and, and America just lost. This is, this is racism. Maybe you saw the, uh, I think he's a CNN pundit who said it's time to stop talking about red and blue and start talking about white. And it's like, uh, yo, my, my dude, you were sitting on that one. You thought that was clever and you wanted to bust that out. You waited, you waited and and you, you, you wanted it. (laughs) And then, Oh, too bad, bro. It seems like you'll probably be out of a job in eight months because uh, no Trump. It's just so it's just intellectually beyond lazy. If you really believe that half the country is completely irredeemable, it absolves you of like trying to figure anything out. And it just divides you into like a warlike mentality where you want to slaughter all the dummies because they're dumb and they're bad and racist. And it's like, It's just very convenient. You're the smart, educated. You believe in your own interests. You 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 vote with your own interests. And these dumb people, they vote against their own interests. It's like you're just you're an asshole. You're a fucking asshole. You sound like an asshole. Sound like an asshole. Sound like a fucking asshole. I hate that shit. It's just it's just so I hate lazy shit. I hate lazy answers like you've done. You saw that half the half the electorate, which, by the way, uh, what does that amount to? About 26 percent ish. 
half the electorate voted for the guy that you don't like. What are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? Like oh, absolutely nothing. He's going to erase my personhood. You don't understand, Eric. I can't think about this moment rationally and try to make tangible change because it does more for me to position everything as a binary between uh, righteousness and an, and an insidious evil that is creeping up and trying to rob me of everything good. And that's the only way that I can see the world. And mm. that's fault for being stupid. It's so fucking lazy. And it's just like, it's such like, it's, you've expressed like zero interest in actually trying to understand things. And I just like, I think that's so pitiable and stupid. And like the fact that you think you're like, morally just and right for that yo you're 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 straight up a fucking square you're like you're, you're the squarest motherfucker on earth georgia update trump lead down to 1900 oh wow <laughs> wow you know what this, so but very well by the time we post this episode maybe i'll just post it as soon as you you put it in the drive uh by the time we post this the, it georgia may have flipped maybe but you know what this is going to do? Oh, it's going to make something so annoying. You ready? You ready for this annoying thing that's going to come from this? I'm ready. Your vote matters. Every vote oh, yeah. matters. Oh, have you seen the people? Okay, check it out. This means that uh, uh, Joe Jorgensen is the new Jill Stein because she got a million. Oh, of course. So, so they're going to kill her in Georgia if uh, if Biden loses by – I mean – truthfully they're going to do the same thing that they always do and assume that if you voted for her that those are votes that should have gone to biden when there's literally no rational there's no rational explanation for why someone would think that not a single fucking reason that somebody would think that but they're going to push that narrative and they're going to insist that if you vote for third for a third party that you are complicit in white supremacy that's going to be the narrative because there's no other narrative here uh, that makes anybody comfortable because if you address the real fact, which is, oh, hey, people of every stripe except for college educated white males came out in larger number for this guy that you say is a fucking monster. Uh, that means that you have to be looking at your abuela with some suspicion and you don't want to do that. You would much rather say that it's due to Joe Jorgensen. Yep. You know what else sucks? You know what else is annoying? Another thing that I'm seeing is if if Philly is what what pushes Pennsylvania uh, to Biden, which is what everyone's hoping for. I'm seeing this tweet. Philly is a great city, and I'm tired of the slander of people who have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Yo, regardless of what Philly does, it is a shit stain on the planet Earth. Yeah. Shit stain. It's a worse New York. Toilet. <laughs> It's a beyond toilet. It's a toilet that's been fucking. It's a toilet that's out of order because someone had explosive diarrhea. Yeah, I mean, look. I hope they vote the way that I would have them vote. That doesn't mean that you're not likely to drown in trash when you're in Philly, which is a thing <laughs> that. Can happen. Ugh, disgusting town. All right. Do you do you have anything else? Are there any notes that we missed? Does anything else interesting happen? I don't, I think we might have hit all the all the, all the major things. Yeah, uh, my only notes were God put that on my heart. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, the oppressed people standing with their oppressor. New York Times bit. 
and political opportunists are the real MVPs. Those, those are my only notes. So uh, we covered those for sure. I have one I have one final note and it's basically just echoing what I've been saying this entire podcast but I see too many people celebrating Biden's win right now. Stop it. It's not over and you're going to look owned if he doesn't win. No, come on. Stop being corny. He won. I see I see uh who's the Vanderbilt? What's his face? CNN guy, white hair. Uh, uh fuck, what's his fucking name? El Mato. <laughs> I see him, whatever that, whatever that guy's name is, uh, Anderson Cooper. Him saying Trump is a is a is a is an obese turtle on his back, flailing for answers or something like that. Yo, you're gonna look like an ass if he wins. No, stop, 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 stop. Here I'm it is. Declaring the it for, I'm declaring. He said, Anderson Cooper says, the president of the United States, the most powerful person in the world, we see him like an obese turtle on his back, flailing in the hot sun, realizing his time is over. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, Can can we just (laughs) say that 100% you and I are going to become pollsters because there's no barrier to entry. Our head cannon is better than poles. <laughs> it's more accurate for sure. <laughs> head cannon news. Head Fuck cannon the fucking poles. Yo, they were so wrong. I was watching shit the day of, which should be the most relevant polls, right? I was watching day of being like, yeah, you know, I see Georgia flipping and and I see North Carolina flipping and Pennsylvania is obviously going to go for Biden. And, you know, uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota, the polls might be closer. You know, it might be closer than we think. The polls are probably wrong because there's always a lot of polling problems. But but those are all going to go for Biden. You know, like this, I think, we'll you know, we'll see that this election is wrapped up, you know, by by 10 p.m., all wrong. You're all wrong. You're all so bad at your job. It's crazy. Not only did you not learn anything from 2016, but you got worse. Fucking go work at GameStop. <laughs> what if what if Nate Silver does work against GameStop this time next year? Will you feel bad? That's what he deserves to be doing. That's what he deserves. And look, I've been a Nate Silver defender. Yeah, if I someone have- says if if you're if you, some, you you this person has a seventy percent chance of winning, yo seventy percent does not mean one hundred. That means thirty percent chance that a person can win, which is a chance. But yo, you can't be this fucking wrong, dude. I mean, pretty honestly, pretty good chance. Like even if it was, hey, this there's only ten percent chance this person would win. Yo, if if you had a ten percent chance of winning the lottery, you'd buy a ticket every fucking time. You know what I mean? Obviously. So. It's a, yeah, people are very foolish with their Nate Silver hate, but at the same time, uh, nobody got it right this time. And to the people that were drinking the Kool-Aid on the, uh, like the blue wave, you know what I mean? Like, yo, you look fucking dumber than dirt right now. You look dog shit dumb. And because you're all supposed to be smarter than me, I was like, no, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You know, that'll, that'll, that'll Dude, happen. If you want, if really what happened, you, you people need to look to the Senate polls. I know only people care about the presidency because it's like our national version of the bachelor. But like, if you look, yo, not a single 
fucking poll had Susan Collins in Maine when retaining her seat. Not a single one. They all had the other person beating her by like eight points. Yep. She fucking won. You're all stupid. It's astrology. It's bullshit. You, whatever mode of method you use to take these polls is fucking outdated. You quit. You, you uh, Wendy's. When you gotta, you work at Wendy's. Yeah, work your way back into the into our good graces by serving fries for a while. Baked potatoes. You're on exactly. the baked potatoes at Wendy's. All right, everybody. Thank you, everybody who joined us for the the uh, live stream the other night. We're gonna do more of those at WP Timeline on Twitch. You can hit us there. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Worst Possible Timeline. We re-uploaded the election night live stream, which was fun as hell. Uh, go check it out. Um, Twitter.com it, at WP our, Timeline. Our nine eleven broadcast of Howard Stern, where we're just yelling racist things that we hope don't catch up to us later. Yes, exactly. Um, th- there's even a point. So the first hour uh, is me trying to figure out the audio, which at one point completely goes away, and Pat's just showing his feet. So if you want feet pics, just go to the go to the live stream. It's it's good stuff. Um, you can get at us on Twitter at WP Timeline. You you know where to find us. We're gonna be in the same place very soon and we're going to do more content more video content more streaming we're going to fucking inundate you with content you're going to you're going to be sick of us so uh look you have that to look forward to you have the next couple months of trump being a whiny baby pushing this shit into the courts there's going to be plenty of shit to talk about Mm. uh can't wait i think we should pivot to something else also we need new entrance music because trump's going to be out of here Mm. I think we could just we could use the same music and just update the uh, the little sound bites. Yeah, that's true. Actually, that's a good idea. And we should just we should use the same music, but just have Biden saying, "Well, uh, 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 you know, energy comes uh, uh, it comes from inside, and inside I want- is where people want to be during COVID, and, and there, there's a there's an energy and a light to to freedom, and uh, we can just use all of his gibberish." <laughs> Which, which, by the way, everybody, I'm not a Joe Biden hater. I'm really like I have the most mild view of the guy. He's just a career politician who, uh, is, by all accounts, if you take the career politician part of him away, is a nice guy. So that would be like yeah. that would be like um, like uh, like a butcher for me. Somebody who I think is reprehensible in their profession, but because they disconnect their profession from from the larger world uh, or don't see the world the same way I do, uh, they compartmentalize that or not, again, depending on your view, but they're a nice guy, good guy, right? That's all anybody has to say about Biden, and I buy it. I've met a million Joe Bidens in my life. They're trying to keep the lights on. Yes, are they fucking opportunists? Yes. Are they fucking career politicians? Yes. But Oh my God. Listen to you yeah. blue pilled sniveling little Biden simp. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I think I think we should resort I think we should dissolve the whole fucking system and be just anarchy tomorrow. But I'm just saying that <clears throat> if I had the opportunity, I would sleep in the same bed with Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, I'd comb his chest hair. Yeah, he's yeah. a nice guy. He wears fedoras. <laughs> he's a nice guy. He's got you got Milady Vice President. Give him the pussy. He's a nice guy. Why aren't you giving him the pussy? Yeah, 
Do you see my you see my friend over there? Yeah, he he thinks you're attractive. If I give you if I give you a hundred bucks, you just take him home and suck his dick. He's a nice guy. That's Joe. A nice guy. Joe. He's re- he's a nice guy. He was away for a while. Now he's back. Can you just can you can you help help my guy out a little bit? Help my guy out. He's a nice guy. <laughs> All right, everybody. All right, everybody. We'll we'll catch you next time. Enjoy.